0: 12, among his irrigated cementers, and he has relatively few loads of produce coming in and going out of his pueblo, such loads as he has can be transported by himself with greater safety and speed than by quadrupeds, and so, since he almost never moves his place of abode, he has little need of animal transportation, to an extent the river is employed to transport boards, timbers, and firewood to both Bontoc and Samoki during the high water of the rainy season. Probably one-fourth of the firewood is borne by the river a part of its journey to the pueblos, but there is no effort at comprehensive water transportation, there are no boats or rafts, and the wood which does float down the river journeys in single pieces. The characteristic of Bontoc transportation is that the men invariably carry all their heavy loads on their shoulders, and the women as uniformly transport theirs on their heads. In Bangat people carry on their backs, as also do the women of the Quiongan area. In all heavy transportation the Bantop men carry the spear, using the handle as a staff, or now and then as a support for the load, the women frequently carry a stick for a staff. Man's common transportation vehicle is the kimata, and in it he carries poly, commodes, and manure. He swings along at a pace faster than the walk, carrying from 75 to 100 pounds. He carries all firewood from the mountains, directly on his bare shoulders. Large timbers for dwellings are borne by two or more men directly on the shoulders, and timbers are now, season of 1903, coming in for a schoolhouse carried by as many as 24 men, cross pieces, as yokes, are bound to the timbers with bark lashings, and two or four men shoulder each yoke, rocks built into dams and dikes are carried directly on the bare shoulders, earth, carried to or from the building cementers, in the trails, or about the dwellings is put first in the taco chug, the basket work scoop, holding about 30 or 40 pounds of earth, and this is carried by wooden handles lashed to both sides and is dumped into a transportation basket, called kale chug this is invariably hoisted to the shoulder when ready for transportation, when men carry water the fang or alia is placed directly on the shoulder as are the rocks, when the man is to be away from home overnight he usually carries his food and blanket, if he has one, in the waterproof fangao, slung on his back and supported by a bijako strap passing over each shoulder and under the arm. This is the so-called head basket. and, as a matter of fact, is carried on war expeditions by those pueblos that use it, though it is also employed in more peaceful occupations. As a cargetter the man carries his burdens on the shoulder in three ways either double, the cargo on a pole between two men, or singly, with the cargo divided and tied to both ends of the pole, or singly with the cargo laid directly on the shoulder, women carry as large burdens as do the men, they have to commonly employ transportation baskets, neither of which have I seen a man even so much as pick up, these are the shallow, fan-shaped lutetium wa and the deeper, larger taian, in these two baskets, and also at times in the man's chemata, the women carry the same things as are borne by the men. Not infrequently the woman uses her two baskets together at the same time the teyagon setting in the lutetium wa, as is shown in PLS, CXIX and CXXI, when she carries the kimata she places the middle of the connecting pole, the peltang on her head, with one basket before her and the other behind, at all times the woman wears on her head beneath her burden a small grass ring 5 or 6 inches in diameter, called a keygon, its chief function is that of a cushion though when her burden is a thing of water the kegon becomes also a base without which the round-bottomed alia could not be balanced on her head without the support of her hands. The woman's rain protector is often brought home from the commote garden's bottom upon the woman's head full of commote vines as food for the pigs, or with long, dry grass for their bedding, and, as has been noted, all day long during April and May, when there were no commote vines, Women and little girls were going about bearing their small scoop-shaped suge gathering wild vegetation for the hogs. Almost all of the water used in Bontoc is carried from the river to the Pueblo, a distance ranging from a quarter to half a mile. The women and girls of a dozen years or more probably transport three-fourths of the water used about the house. It is carried in four to six gallon all is borne on the head of the woman or shoulder of the man. Women totally blind, and many others nearly blind are seen alone at the river getting water. About half the women and many of the men who go to the river daily for water carry babes. Children from 1 to 4 years old are frequently carried to and from the cementers by their parents. And at all times of the day men, women, and children carry babes about the Pueblo. They are commonly carried on the back, sitting in a blanket which is slung over one shoulder, passing under the other, and tied across the breast. Frequently the babies shifted forward. Sitting astride the hip, at times, though rarely, it is carried in front of the person. A frequent sight is that of a woman with a babe in the blanket on her back and an older child astride her hip supported by her encircling arm. When one sees a woman returning from the river to the Pueblo at sundown a child on her back and a six-gallon jar of water on her head, and knows that she toiled ten or twelve hours that day in the field with her back bent and her eyes on the earth like a quadruped, and yet finds her strong and joyful. He believes in the future of the mountain people of Luzon if they are guided wisely they have the strength and courage to toil and the elasticity of mind and spirit necessary for development. Commerce the Bantan has a keen instinct for a bargain, but his importance as a commerciant has been small. Since his wants are few and the state of feud is such that he cannot go far from home, his bargain instinct is shown constantly. The American stranger is charged from 2 to 10 times the regular price for things he wishes to buy. Early in April of the last two years the price of poly for the American has, on a plea of scarcity, advanced 20%, although it has been proved that there is at all times enough poly in the Pueblo for three years' consumption, rather than spoil a possible high price of a product. Outside Pueblos have left articles overnight with Bontoc friends to be sold to the American next day at his own price. And when those pueblos came again to vend similar wares the high prices were maintained. Barter: most commerce is carried on by barter. Within a pueblo naturally having neither stores nor a legalized currency people trade among themselves. But the word barter, as here used means the systematic exchange of the products of one community for those of another. To note the articles produced for commerce by two or three pueblos will give a fair illustration of the importance which inter commerce carried on entirely by barter has assumed among the Igre of the Bantok culture group, though the commerciant rarely remains from home more than one night at a time. The lua, the woman's shallow transportation basket, is made by the pueblo of Samoki only, and it is employed by fifteen or eighteen other pueblos. Samoki also makes the akog, or rice Eve. Which is used commonly in the vicinity. Bantak and Samokiolo make the woman's deeper transportation basket, the talian, and it is used quite as extensively as is the luwa. The sleeping hep is made only by Bantak and Samoki. It goes extensively in commerce. The large winnowing tray employed universally by the Idrui is said to be made nowhere in the vicinity except in Samoki and Komi. Bantak and Simoki alone make the man's dirt scoop, the chaco and it is invariably employed by all men laboring in the cemeteries. neither bantok nor Samoki is within the zone of bijico, from which a considerable part of their basket work is made, and, as a consequence, the raw material is bartered for from Pueblos one or two days distant, Barling furnishes most of the bijico. Every Manojo of Bontoc and Samoki poly is tied up at harvest time with a strip of one variety of bamboo called Feta made by the Pueblos from sections of bamboo brought in bundles from a day's journey westward to Bargar during April and May. The rain have of the Bontoc man is coated with these wax coming in trade from Barleg, as does also the clear and pure resin used by the women of Samoki in glazing their pots. Towns to the east of Bontoc, such as Tukukan, Salkasacan, and Tinlayan grow tobacco which passes westward in trade from town to town nearly, if not quite, through the province of Lepanto. It doubles its value for about every day of its journey, or at each trading. Samoki pottery and the salt of May in it offer as good illustrations as there are of the Idril Barber. A dozen loads of earthenware, from 60 to 75 pots, leave Samoki at one time destined for a single Pueblo C Place CXXII. The Samoki pot is made for a definite trade, did upon uses many of a certain kind for her commercial basey and the potter say that they make pots somewhat different for about all the two dozen pueblos supplied by them. The potter has learned the art of catering to the trade. There is not only a variety of forms made but the capacity of the fame ranges from about one quart to ten and twelve gallons. And each variety is made to satisfy a particular and known demand. Samoki ware seldom passes as far east as Salkan Salkan, only four or five hours distant because similar ware is made in Bichuigan, which supplies not only Salka Saukan but the pueblos farther up the river. There are supposed to be between 280 and 290 families dwelling in Bantak. and, at a conservative estimate, each family has 8 families. each dwelling of a widow has several. So it is a fair estimate to say there are 300 dwellings in the pueblo, having a total of 2.400 famuas. Samoki has about 1.200 fame is in daily use. The estimated population of the several towns that use Samoki pots is 24.000. There is about one pop per individual in daily use in Bontoc and Samoki. And this estimate is probably fair for the other pueblos. So about 24.000 Samoki pots are daily in use. And this number is maintained by the potters. Igor claim the average life of a fame of Samoki is one year or less. So the pueblo must sell at least 24.000 pots per annum, at the average price of 5 centavos about the equivalent of 1.200 pesos come to the pueblo annually from this art, or about 40 pesos for each of the 30 potters, whether or not she works at her art. A few years ago, during a severe state of feud, some pots increased in value about 30 fold, it is said that the potters purchased carabal for 10 large olives each. Today the large olas are worth about 2 pesos, and carabatos are valued at from 40 to 70 pesos. Mayinet salt passes in barter to about as many pueblos as do the Samoki pots. But while the pots go westward to the border of the Bontoc culture area, the salt passes far beyond the eastern border, being bartered from Pueblo to Pueblo. It does not go far north of May in it, or go at all regularly far west. Because those pueblos within access of the China Sea coast by salt evaporated from seawater by the Ilocano of can. In April at two different times 12 loads of Cannon salt passed eastward through Bantok on the shoulders of Tukukan men, but during the rainy season and the busy planning and harvesting months may in its salt supplies a large demand. In Bantok and Samoki there are about 150 gold earrings which came from the gold-producing country about Swek, Lepento province. Carabatos are almost invariably traded for these, sometimes one carabato, sometimes two, and again three are bartered for one gold earring. During the months of March and April the Pueblo of Baluli traded three of these earrings to men for carabatos, and this particular form of barter has been carried on for generations. Baluli, Alop, Sandanga, Takong, Sagadot. Titipan and other pueblos between Bontoc Pueblo and Lepanto Province to the west weave cloths and skirts which are brought by their makers and disposed of to Bontoc and adjacent pueblos. Agawal, Jnugan, and Takong bring in clay and metal pipes of their manufacture. Much of these productions is bartered directly for poly. If money is paid for the articles it is invariably turned into poly. Because this is the greatest constant need of manufacturing group pueblos. Sale the Spaniard left his impress on the Igre of Bantak Pueblo in no realm probably more surely than in that of the appreciation of the value of money. The sale instinct, and not the bargaining instinct, is foremost now in Bontoc and Samoki. when an American is a party to a bargain. And this is true in all pueblos on the main trail to Lepanto and the west coast. But one has little difficulty in bargaining for Igre Productions if he has things the people want such as brass wire, cloth for the woman's skirt, the man's breech cloth a shirt or coat in many pueblos the people try to buy for money the articles the american brings in for barter although it is true that barter will often get from them many things which money cannot buy to the northeast and south of Bontoc barter will purchase practically anything the conditions of peace among the pueblos since the arrival of the americans and the money which is now everywhere within the area have been the important factors in helping to develop interpueblo commerce from barter to sale most of the clothing worn in the pueblos of Lepanto province is made from cotton purchased for money at the coast, with few exceptions the breech cloths and blankets worn by Bontoc and Samoki are purchased for money, though it is not very many years since the bark breech cloth made in Titipan and Barleg was worn, and in Tulubin, only two hours distant, Barleg blankets and breech cloths of whole bark are worn today. One week in April a Bantok traded a Carabao to an Ilocano of Lepanto Province for a copper gonza, the customary way of purchasing gonzas, and the following week another Bantok man sold a carabao for money to another Lepanto Ilocano, the Ballywan battle axe and spear are now more generally sold for money than is any other production made or disposed of within the Bantok area, they are said today to be seldom bargained for medium of exchange that a people with such incipient social and political institutions as has the Bontopigaro should have developed a money is remarkable. The North American Indian with his strong tendency and adaptability to political organization had no such money. Nothing of the kind has been presented as belonging to the Australian of ultra-social development, and I am not aware that anything equal has been produced by other similar primitive peoples. However, it seems not improbable that allied tribes say of Malayan stock which have solved the problem of subsistence in a like way have a similar currency, although I find no mention of it among fourscore of writers whose observations on similar tribes of Borneo have come to hand, and nothing similar has yet been found in the Philippines. The Kidro has a medium of exchange which gives a measure of exchange value for articles bought and sold, and which has a standard of value. In other words he has good money probably the best money that could have been devised by him for his society it is his staple product poly, beyond threshed rice, poly is at all times good money, and it is the thing commonly employed in exchange, it answers every purpose of a suitable medium of exchange, it is always in demand, since it is the staple food, it is kept 8 or 10 years without deterioration, except when used to purchase clothing, it is seldom heavier or more difficult to transport than is the object for which it is exchanged, it is of very stable value, so much so that as a purchaser of igoral labor and products its value is constant, and it cannot be counterfeited. Aside from this universal medium of exchange the characteristic production of each community, in a minor way, answers for the community the needs of a medium of exchange. Samoki buys many things with her pots, such as tobacco and salt from a in it, cloth from igoral commerciants, breech cloth and basy from the igoral producers, chickens, pigs, poly, and commotes from neighboring Pueblos, may in it uses her salt in much the same way, only probably to a less extent, salt is not consumed by all the people, today, as formerly, the live pig and hog and pieces of pork and carabao meat are used a great deal in barber. as far back as the Pueblo memory extends pigs have been used to purchase a particularly good breech called Balakes, made in Balangao, three days east of Bantu. In all sales the medium of exchange is entirely in coin. Paper will not be received by the IDRO. The peso the Spanish and Mexican silver dollar passes in the area at the rate of 2 to 1 with American money. There is also the silver half peso, the peseta or one-fifth peso, and the half peseta. The latter two are not plentiful. The only other coin is the copper sippen. No centavos cents reach the districts of lepanto and bantok from Manila and for years the Idru of the copper region of Sweck and Mankayan, Lepanto, have manufactured a counterfeit copper coin called Sipan. All the half-dozen copper coins current in the active commercial districts of the islands are here counterfeited, and the Sipan passes at the high rate of 80 per peso, it is common and indispensable. A crude dye is made in clay, and has to be made anew for each Sipan coin. The counterfeit passes throughout the area, but in Tinlayan, just beyond its eastern border it is not known. Within today's Farther East small coins are unknown, the peso being the only money value in common knowledge. Measure of exchange value the integral has as clear a conception of the relative value of two things bartered as has the civilized man when he buys or sells for money. The value of all things, from a five-cent block of May in its salt to a P70 Carabao, is measured in poly. Today, as formerly, Every bargain between two idro is made on the basis of the poly value of the articles bought or sold. This is so even though the payment is in money. Standard of value The standard of value of the poly currency is the sinfini the Spanish manojo, or handful a small bunch of poly tied up immediately below the fruit heads. It is about one foot long, half head and half straw. The value of such a standard is not entirely uniform. And yet there is a great uniformity in the size of the sinfini. And all values are satisfactorily taken from it. Polycurrency Unelaborate polycurrency has been evolved from the standard, of which the following are the denominations. Denomination number of handfuls Sinfini 1 sinitin 5 2 wa itin 10 2 low itin 15 itin 20 pu alaska or gutat 25 Sinfutec 50 sinfutek pu alaska 75. 2WA FUTEC 100, to LO FUTEC 400SIN FUTEC 450SIN FUTEC 500SINOCO 1.000 Trade routes commerce passes quite commonly within the Bontoc culture area from one Pueblo to the next, and even to the second and third Pueblos if they are friends. But the general direction is along the main river the Chico, southwest and northeast, since here the people cling. This being the case, those living to the south and north of this line have much less commerce than those along the river route. For instance, practically no people now pass through Mbawan, southeast of Bontoc. It is the last pueblo in the area along the old Spanish calzada between the culture areas of Bontoc and and to the south. No people lie farther southward along the route for nearly a day, and the first pueblos met are enemies of Embawan. Fearful and feared, the only commerce between the two culture areas over this route passes when a detachment of native constabulary soldiers makes the journey. Naturally the area traversed by a commerciant is limited by the existing feuds. The trader will not go among enemies without escort. Besides the general trade route up and down the river, there is one between Bontoc and Barlig to the east via Kenyu and Tulubin. At Barlig, the trail splits. One branch running farther eastward through Lias and Balongbao and the other going southward through the Cambuelo area. A large valley of people said to be similar in culture to those of Quiongan. Another route from Bontoc leaves the main trail at Didapon and joins the pueblos of Tonolang, Fidelison, and Agawa in a general southwest direction. From Agawa the trail crosses the mountains. Keeping its general southwest course, it turns westward at the Rio Balasian, which it follows to Ankilling on the Rio del Abra. The route is then along the main road to Can on the coast via Salcedo, May in it, the salt-producing Pueblo, has her outlet on the main trail via Gotak, but she also passes eastward to the main trail at Salcasalcan, going through Ballywang, the Battle Axe Pueblo, she has no outlet to the north. Trade languages and traders since the commerce is today nearly all inter Pueblo. The common language of the Igorot is used almost exclusively in trade. While the Spaniards were occupying the country, Chinaman and the Chino of the islands passed up from the coast as far as Bantok. And even farther, the Ilocano also came. They brought much of the iron now in the country. And also came with brass wire, cloth, cotton, bankses, and salt. These two classes of traders took out in the main, the money and carabattos of the Idro and the Spaniards coffee, cocoa, and money, today no commerciant from the coast dares venture farther inland than Sagadot. of the tradesmen the Chinese did not apparently affect the trade language at all, since the Chino commonly employs the Ilocano language, the Spanish gave the words of salutation, as buenos dias, good day and adios adieu, he also gave some of the names of coins, the peso, the silver dollar, is commonly called Pejo. However, the Medio Peso is known as Thalpi. From the Ilocano Salipi, the Peseta is called Peseta, and the media Mediapeseta is known as Dizicis 10 and 6, or, simply, Cisit is from the Spanish, meaning 16 cuartos. The Ilocano language was the more readily adopted, since it is of Malayan origin, and is heard west of the Igra with increasing frequency until its home is reached on the coast. Among the Ilocano words common in the language of commerce are the following, monumber how much, asin, Salt, ba breech Breechcloth, bushels yatang. Black, condi man. Red, Fancholo, Blanket, white. With end stripes, polio. Chinese bar iron from which axes, spears, and bolos are made, barad. Brass wire, pinagpagan. A woman's blanket of distinctive design. An Americanism used commonly in commercial transactions in the area, and also widely in northern Luzon, is no god, it is an expression here to stay, and its simplicity as a vocalization has had much to do with its adoption. Stages of commerce The commerce of the illustrates what seems to be the first distinctively commercial activity, preceding it is the stage of barter between people who casually meet and who trade carried possessions on the whim of the moment, if we wish to dignify this kind of barter. It may properly be called fortuitous commerce. The next stage, one of the two illustrated by the Igoru of the Bantak culture area, is that in which commodities are produced before a widespread or urgent demand exists for them in the minds of those who eventually become consumers through commerce. Such commodities result largely from a local demand and a local supply of raw materials. Gradually they spread over a widening area, carried by their producers whose home demand island for the time, supplied and who desire some commodity to be obtained among another people. Such vendors never or rarely go alone to exchange their goods, which, also, are seldom produced by simply one person, but by a number of individuals or a considerable group. The motive prompting this commerce is the desire on the part of the trader to obtain the commodity for which he goes. In order to obtain it in honor, he attempts to thrust his own productions on the others by carrying his commodities among them. Commerce in this stage may be called irregular intrusive commerce. It also has its birth and development in barter. A higher stage of commerce, an immediate outgrowth of the preceding, is that in which the producer anticipates a known demand for his commodity, and at irregular times carries his stock to the consumers. This commerce may be called irregular invited commerce. It is in this stage that a medium of exchange is likely to develop. This class of commerce is also in full operation in Bontoc today. A higher form is that in which the producer keeps a supply of his commodity on hand, and periodically displays it repeatedly in a known place a market. This stage also may be developed simply through barter, as is seen among certain Pueblo Indians of southwestern United States. But the Bontoc man has not begun to dream of a market for satisfying his material wants. Such commerce may be called periodic free commerce. It is widespread in the Philippines, displaying both barter and sale. In many places in the archipelago today, especially in Mindanao, periodic commerce is carried on regularly on neutral territory. Marketplaces are selected where products are put down by one party which then retires temporarily, and are taken up by the other party which comes and leaves its own productions in exchange, growing out of these monthly, semi-monthly, weekly, bi-weekly, and tri-weekly markets, as one sees them in the Philippines, is a still higher form of commerce carried on very largely by sale, but not entirely so, it may be called continual free commerce, property right the idea of property right among the igra is clear, the recognition of property right is universal, and is seldom disputed, notwithstanding the fact that the right of ownership rests simply in the memory of the people the only property mark being the ear of the half-wild carabao, The majority of property disputes which have come to light since the Americans have been in Bontoc probably would not have occurred nor would the occasion for them have existed in a society of integral It is claimed in Bontoc that the Spaniard there settled most disputes which came to him in favor of the party who would pay the most money. In this way, it is said, the rich became the richer at the expense of the poor. This condition is suggested by recent was made by poor people. again. Since the American herd the and most of all classes of people. The poor who, according to Igor custom, forfeited cementers to those richer as a penalty for stealing poly, have come to dispute the ownership of certain real property. Personal property of individual most articles of personal property are individual. Such property consists of clothing, ornaments, implements, and utensils of out-of-door labor, the weapons of warfare, and such chickens, dogs, hogs, Carabados, foodstuffs, and money as the person may have at the time of marriage or may inherit later. Four of the richest men of Bantak own fifty carabados each, and one of them owns thirty hogs, two other men and a woman, all called equally rich, own ten head of carabados each, others have fewer, while two of the ten richest men in the Pueblo have no carabados, some of these men have eight granaries, holding from two to three hundred cargos each, now full of poly. Carabatos are at present valued in Bantok at about 50 pesos, and hogs average about 8 pesos. All rich people own one or more gold earrings valued at from 1 to 2 carabatos each. The so-called richest man in Bontoc, Black Iang, has the following visible personal property, articles value in peso 50 carabatos, at 50 pesos each 2.50030 hogs, at 8 pesos each 248 full granaries with 251 peso cargos 2.0008 earrings, at 75 pesos each 600 coin from sale of poly, hogs, etc. 1.000 total 6.340 the above figures are estimates, it is impossible to make them exact, but they were obtained with much care and are believed to be sufficiently accurate to be of value, personal property of group all household implements and utensils and all money, foodstuffs, chickens dogs, hogs, and carabatos accumulated by a married couple or the joint property of the two. Such personal property as hogs and carabatos are frequently owned by individuals of different families. It is common for three or four persons to buy a carabao, and even ten have become joint owners of one animal through purchase. Through inheritance two or more people become joint owners of single carabao and of small herds which they prefer to own in common pending such an increase that the herd may be divided equally without slaughtering an animal. Until recent years 2, 3, and even 4 or 5 men jointly own one battle axe. As the igro acquires more money, or, as the articles desired become relatively cheaper, personal property of the group outside the family group is giving way to personal property of the individual. The extinction of this kind of property is logical and is approaching. Real property of individual The individual owns dwelling houses, granaries, commote lands about the dwellings and in the mountains, millet and maize lands, in the mountains, irrigated rice lands, and mountain lands with forests. In fact, the individual may own all forms of real property known to the people. It is largely by the possession or non-possession of real property that a man is considered rich or poor. This fact is due to the more apparent and tangible form of real than personal property the 10 richest people in Bontoc, 9 men and a woman, own, it is said, in round numbers 100 cementeras each, the average value of a cementera is 10 pesos for every cargo of poly it produces annually, a cementera producing 10 cargos is rated a very good one, and yet there are those yielding 20, 25, 30, and even 40 cargos it is practically impossible to get the truth concerning the value of the personal or real property of the Iguro in Bontoc, because they are not yet sure the American will not presently tax them unjustly, as they say the Spaniard did, but the following figures are believed to be true in every particular, Lot, an old man whose ten children are all dead, and who says his property is no longer of value because he has no children with whom to leave it, is believed to have spoken truthfully when he said he has the following southeast